Hey everybody, welcome today to the Unconventional Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Demers, and I'm joined today by my good buddy, friend, Cameron Fearing. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Not much, Justin. What's going on? Did you guys? notice I left the old out of there the, that time? Well, it was nice that you did it this yeah, time. I mean, perfect. it'll come back, I'm sure. It will. Well, it's it's like, yeah, it, it'll be retro or something. So It'll be retro. Well, you know Are about you... retro stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're old. I'm old. Oh, okay. There right. it is. I knew it was coming. <laughs> hey, guys, we want to thank you for joining us today. And look, um, as always, the, the following just keeps growing. And we're so thankful for each one of you that hit that follow button, hit that like button, give us reviews online. Uh, we want you guys to know just how much we appreciate you. So, so huge thank you for that uh, as we give a shout out. So today I want to jump right into the podcast and uh, I'm going to ask, start off by asking you a question, Cam. Uh, you got a temper? Am I going to give you my answer or my wife's answer? I want to know the God honest answer is what I want to know. I want to know if the Lord's standing here today and he is because he lives in my heart. I, All right, and mine yeah. too. Okay, good. Don't, don't, don't ask that question. <laughs> what, is, uh, what, what is the answer to that? The answer is yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, <laughs> it, it's it's something we struggle with. Yeah, you were telling me a story. You had, uh, I think, an episode with that. What this week, last week, it, it flared up a little bit. It, it flared up a little bit. Uh, Tuesday, or actually, it was Wednesday. I had to go to the Social Security office. Um, went to the Social Security office. First person there. I was there an hour and forty five minutes early. I wanted to be first. I wanted to be out. I wanted to get it done. So my wife and I called them ahead of time. She talked to somebody at the eight hundred number they give you. Um, she stayed on hold for an hour and a half just to talk to them, and they told us what to bring. And so I brought exactly that. Walk up. What do they say? This document will not work. Oh man! And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? We talked to your we talked to your number. We did everything we were told to do, and you're telling me it doesn't work. Now, believe me, temper was flaring up inside of me on that one. I I, I held back. I, I felt it inside of me, and it it sort of flowed when I talked to my wife as I was driving back to Waterloo to go get the documents that we needed. Um, but the thing was, is in that moment, I was frustrated. I could tell the way I was driving, all this other stuff. And then on the way back, I'm sitting there and I got the same teller, the same person. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and I, and sitting there, though, in that moment, I felt like there was two people working and I was like, God, work in this. And he gave me the same teller. And I apologize. I, I wasn't outright rude i wasn't sure you know i didn't blow up at her i, I right. was telling her how frustrated i was and i still apologize right um, making that reconciliation with, with with the temper but that temper like we talked about in the relaxation one when we're tired when we're run down those type of things happen because things don't go our way according to the flesh <laughs> you know that that's where that temper comes in and i know i know when we talk about things um you you talk about when you're behind a very slow person in your car. Oh, don't don't be pulling me into this already. <laughs> oh, I gotta pull you into this. <laughs> yeah, my temper seems to flare up more. I'm I'm more of the road rage kind of guy, and and when I say road rage, I don't I don't like you know try to run people off the road or anything. No. But it drives me crazy when I get behind a car and 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 they are running so slow, and it just gets. me. I just go, I go crazy. And my wife says, you know, God puts those cars in front of you because he's trying to teach you patience. And that oh, just yeah. makes me matter. And I'm looking at her and my, my temper starts flaring and I get all, all mad. And then she's like, you know, I'm telling the truth. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even the social security incident and things like that. I mean, you look at it and, and one of the worst times that the temper may flare, 
before trying to get ready for Sunday morning, trying to get kids ready no. out the door. Oh, let's talk about that. I mean, <laughs> most of us, you know, you know, and pastors talk about this too. You're trying to get your kids out the door. You're like, come on, we're going to be late. I got to be two hours early, right? Right. And, and the kids aren't doing it. And my wife's like, you don't have to be early for everything. Yeah, you know, kids are fun, and and when I was getting ready for this podcast, it kind of launched off by uh, watching some of our babies throw temper tantrums, <laughs> and and you know, a temper tantrum is the time when you know they're they're just mad, they'll throw themselves on the ground, they'll there's almost no uh, uh, rational conversation you can have with them, you know, uh, to to get them to pay attention, and and uh, I was watching the babies do, or one of the babies do this the other day. And when I was watching them do that, I begin to think, man, us adults do that. We just do it. Oh, in yeah. a, we do it in a different way. Now, have, has anybody ever filmed you when you had one of your moments of behind the wheel and then make you try to go back and watch? I, I was just sitting here thinking about that. <laughs> if my wife videotaped me in that moment yeah. and I had to watch myself walk through that, how much would we look like a toddler? Right, right. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> It, it, when you when you visualize in your head, you look back and you replay that time when you were throwing your temper tantrum or doing doing whatever. You might say, uh, "I might look a little bit like one of those toddlers or those babies at that point." So, you know, when I was reading, I was reading uh, Ephesians uh, this past week, and Ephesians four and twenty six tells us to be angry and sin not. It tells us to also not let the the sun go down upon our wrath. Um. That just begin to resonate with me. Uh, be angry and sin not. Uh, be angry and don't go across that line. Yeah. Uh, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. Jesus was angry. We see him turning over the tables in the temple when when sin was happening in the temple. And, and it's, it's okay to be angry. It's a natural reaction. Yep. It's a natural instinct sometimes to be angry. But we can be angry without taking it to the level to when we sin while we're doing that, where we become hateful, spiteful, you know, to the point where we say things that are, that are wrong and do things that are wrong. Yeah. And then you go back and and some people will say, well, that's, that's not what I meant. That that's not what I, way I truly meant to come across, but it came from the heart. And when it comes from the heart, it, it, it's, it's what's flowing out because it's what's going in at that moment. And yeah, trying not to sin in those moments of anger and frustration and everything else. I mean, cause you never know really what that person either behind the counter or in that car or whatever are going through. Um, when you think about it that way, it really changes, you know, yeah, I just got cut off. Right. And I, and I had to swerve a little bit, but I only had to swerve a little bit. So what's that person going through and why are they rushing so much? And it could be something stupid, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do that sometimes now. I, I remember, I remember go you know I remember going to the hospital when I had open heart surgery and I'd just been told that you know I was going to die if I didn't have mm-hmm. my heart taken out and this tumor taken out of my heart and I remember going to the hospital I couldn't drive I I tried to leave driving and I got you know just outside town and I was so such a wreck I just told Jamie I said let's pull over you drive mm-hmm. and you know I'm driving down the road I'm looking at people riding in the car next to me. And I'm thinking these people are going about normal life right now. And they have no idea that the dude riding in the car next to him just got a diagnosis that he's about to die. Yeah. And I begin, that began to resonate with me. Same thing when I was coming home from the hospital, I barely could, you know, walk to get to the car. They didn't walk. They put me from a wheelchair. I barely could, I should say, stand up to climb into the car. And I'm driving home and I've got the seatbelt behind me because it can't go across my chest because my chest had been cracked open. 
and I'm kind of sitting up, my anxiety's kind of going, mm-hmm. and and you know, my wife's being careful driving me home, and I'm looking at cars with some bias, thinking, okay, now I'm this guy yep. with a wife that's on pins and needles to get me from point A to point B safely. And there's cars whizzing by, maybe a few honking their horns because she may not be driving to their their speed limit. Yeah. But there's something real happening. So that that wakes you up to the reality of, hey, it's not all about me. It's about it's about uh, you know, others. And others have stuff in their lives and others have things going on. And I know we're using the analogy of driving right now, but this is with anything in life. When we're quick to flare up our temper because we're at the, you know, the um, facility taking too long to do whatever it is, whether it's the DMV, the bank, or the social security office, we we have to understand that there are, there are people that are dealing with things and we don't need to instantly go off the deep end on somebody with, with anger and throw a temp, temper tantrum. So, yep. I mean, you couldn't have been said better. I mean, we need to take a moment and, and reflect. And, and in those moments, it's so hard to do that. Right. I mean, because you're in a hurry too. You, you might be trying to get somewhere. You might be trying to do something and, and your time is precious. Yeah. And, and sometimes when people or God tries to slow you down, we get frustrated because it's not our timing. It's not. And so we don't really think about anybody else because we think about selfish things in those moments. Yeah. And, and I think about, you know, I, I was, I was still, I guess, uh, sitting here simmering on that scripture from Ephesians and mm-hmm. it talks about not letting the sun go down upon your wrath. And I've always, you know, Jamie and I have always been pretty good at making sure that if we have an argument, if we have a time when, uh, you know, we have a disagreement that we don't go to bed before we make it right. And, and I try to do the same thing with the kids, you know, yeah. um, and, and anyone I have trouble with, uh, we got to make sure we're checking ourselves and, and, you know, uh, it's sometimes hard for people to say, I'm sorry, or it's some, even, especially if you don't feel like you're the one in the wrong, but making amends, uh, brings such a, a breaking of relief to you. Uh, it does to me anyway. Absolutely. And, and it does. I mean, when we, before we were walking with Christ, I mean, there would be moments where I would carry things for days and I'd be frustrated and you could sort of see it building up. My wife's one of those people that if we even have an argument, 10 minutes later, she's let it go and she's moved on. Yeah. Um, I'm not one of those people. I will tend to hold on to things. So when we started making sure that we reconcile and reconciliation is key there, um, you know, one by forgiving or or asking for forgiveness when you reconcile it's key you can sleep better i mean i do again like you said with the kids even if i have a moment with the kids where i i've gotten frustrated and i've gone off you know and and yelled or whatever i i try to reconcile later because that's not right even as a parent um we were just having the conversation if you're having to yell at your employees or your families that means you're not doing something right yeah and i've always tried to be a leader most of my employees know you know I don't cuss. I don't yeah. cuss at them. I don't, you know, yeah. that's, and I try to never, you know, and I've failed at times and people listening to this will tell you because they work <laughs> with me. You know, I try to always stay level headed, but there are times when my voice has been raised. There's times mm-hmm. when I've said things angrily and I've had to go back and say, look, I'm sorry. You know, uh, I, I, I'm human just like everyone else. And, and, but if we try to approach, you know, whether it's our work life or our home life, in a way where we remember we're talking to humans, we're mm-hmm. treating people, we should be treating people the way we want to be treated. Absolutely. Um, it, it will curb a lot of that anger. And also saying, I'm not going to go places, right? I'm not going to cuss. 
I'm not going to scream at people. Yep. I'm not going to say things that are mean and hateful and derogatory. If we all have just a constant mindset of we're not going to do that, it's not even in, in our nature, we won't do that, that will really change our approach to how 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 often these temper tantrums turn into sin, you know, or or anger turns into sin per se. Yeah, I mean, I can use the excuse where I'm I'm not ra- I'm not yelling. I'm just speaking loud enough for everybody to hear. That's a common army phrase. Um, but you know, back in the day too, my wife, I would be the one to lose it all the time. You know, wherever something didn't happen, and and my wife would comment to me, "You go off so quickly that I don't even get a chance to get mad." I have to pick up all the pieces that you have left. Yeah. And so I, I try really hard nowadays, obviously since coming to Christ, to try to curb that, but then that sin just kicks in. And sometimes you you have to take a moment. My wife will even tell me, do you need to go to the bedroom and pray? <laughs> <laughs> we love having great wives that check us. Uh, yes, Jamie absolutely. Does, I, I'll do the same thing at times. I'll start going off on a tangent, and Jamie, I, she doesn't even have to say stuff sometimes. She'll just look at me and give me that look. Like, <laughs> Dude, we all know that look. Yeah, dude, you're about to your boundary level, you know. And and I've got good friends in my life, people I work with that do that too. They're like, they give me that little side look, that little cocked eyebrow. And I know, okay, I'm getting to my limit. I need to back off and start understanding that I'm I'm acting like a knucklehead, you know. Well, yeah, and they have those they had those commercials, right? Not trying to sell any product or anything, but you know, the Snickers bar. Do you need a Snickers? Do you need a moment for us as Christians is, do you need to pray? I have an employee, uh, that actually, uh, at times if it, when I get to that level, he knows, and he's a character, he'll go to the vending machine and get a Snickers out of it. Walk. He won't even say a word. He'll walk into my office and drop it on my desk, smile and turn around and walk out. And oh, pe- I love pe- that. people I know at that people bars. know at that time that Justin needs a Snickers and we need to move on. Hey, everybody needs a Snickers person in their life. Absolutely. Some somebody to bring them a Snickers and say, "You're angry, calm down, be good, behave." And, and uh, uh, yeah, maybe if I can do anything in this podcast today, and that that's maybe encourage more people to be Snickers people. Well, you know, I, I'd be that youth pastor that brought you a Mars bar that you would be like, "What? This is not a Snickers." Wait, what's a Mars bar? Mars candy bar. You've never seen just like the it just doesn't have like the peanuts and things like that. It has the nougat and stuff like that. But it doesn't. isn't that like a Milky Way? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Sorry, All right. Mars is more of a, a British thing. I'm just pulling that. Oh, out. okay. I mean, you, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking Mars bar. I've heard Mars bar, and I think there's like a parent company Mars that makes maybe like the Milky Way. Or, yeah, it's, I don't it's, know. It's very similar. But again, yeah. I'm just trying to confuse you. We're so. definitely going down a rabbit trail here. <laughs> this is what we do, folks. If you're listening for for the first time, just understand this is what we do. So, okay, so. You know, when when I look at tempers, and we we get an understanding of our tempers, uh, they'll get us in big trouble. Yep. And normally, tempers are getting us in big trouble because they're driven by pride. Oh yeah. Every time I look back on when I get angry through a temper tantrum, it's usually because my pride was hurt, and I didn't like that. Yep. And it's led me down a a, a trail of getting angry and throwing a temper tantrum because because I was prideful. It really was. And nine times out of ten. Because we don't want to be humble. Yeah, we don't want to be humble, do we? No. I mean, and when you look at it, right, every time you get mad, something doesn't go your way. Yep. Whether it's a pride thing or your family, right? You know, when you look at it and looking at, you know, walking into church, 
you know, I could get mad about my kids not wearing certain clothes to church. You mm-hmm. know, kid walked in one day. I'm not going to name which kid, eventually Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, walked in with a pair of, of ripped shorts. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like. To church on Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, why are you wearing that? And then I look, I thought to myself, I'm like, he's in church. You yeah. I mean? You got to pick your battles, you yeah, know. And, 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 you know. It's tough. I mean, you do the same thing I do. We get up in the morning and we're we leave our wives to make sure our kids are straight and they're trying to stay sane and 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 you and I are here working early at the church and then we look at our kids coming in and we're like, "Hmm, you know." But uh, can I caveat that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. we're not blaming our wives right there. We're definitely not, not blaming our lives. We wife, we love our wives yes, and if they do. they keep us alive, so we appreciate that. You know, our 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 pride and our tempers that run together tempers are are generally you know brought about when it's all about ourselves mm-hmm. and not about others and yep. keep in mind we need to be about others we need to be caring for others and we need to understand that um when we get angry it's generally because something interfered with ourselves our pride and and we weren't allowing ourselves to be the servants that we're called to be mm-hmm. and and we're going to we're going to talk about that deeper on another podcast being servants but i stumbled across a verse in the prep for this in in psalms chapter 4 verse 4 and i really literally stumbled across this i was having a little personal devotion time i've tried to get a little more intentional with my with my my personal devotion time, so it's not study. It's it's more about devotion with with just getting stuff mm-hmm. from my heart. And I was reading in Psalms chapter four, verse four, four, and it says to be angry and do not sin. But it says also there it says meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Mm, that's good. And I stopped on that verse for a while. I mean, for for a while, five ten minutes. Meditate within your heart. On your bed, rest. We we just talked about yeah, that in the last podcast. Did. And be still. Instead of chasing after our own tempers, our own pride, our own lusts, stop for a few minutes, meditate, rest, and be still. That's almost like spelling out the antidote for a temper tantrum, in my mind. Or it did for me, anyway. Well, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, that, again, goes back to, do you need to go to the bedroom and pray? But... What do you do in those situations where you are at the DMV or in your car or whatever, when you don't have that moment? I mean, you can reflect in the car, but to truly meditate and be able to slow down life for that moment to, to realize what's about to happen, realize what's building up and then to, to do a prayer or what, I mean, so what would be that if, if you are not in a place where you can go to your room or you can't shut everything out? To avoid that temper, I walk away. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. So I, I grew up a diesel mechanic, and and uh, was a diesel mechanic for 11, 11 and a half years of my career. And there is nothing more frustrating than fighting with a broken bolt or oh. something that's being aggravating, and to the point where I've seen guys cuss, throw wrenches, break things. And what I what I learned was through the years when I got to that most frustrating part. I had to just lay whatever I was working on down, walk outside my bay door, stand outside for a few minutes in the cool, fresh air, hopefully, and just clear my head. Because once too many times, and I'm using that analogy, but too Mm -hmm. many times we're in the heat of the moment and we say dumb things in the heat of the moment instead of just turning and walking away from whatever the controversy is. And if we would learn to just turn and walk away, 
be quiet, be still, let your mind clear, as the scriptures is telling us, it would be it it would save us from so much heartache down the road. Absolutely, that that's such good advice because a lot of times you're not thinking in those moments. So just to put everything down and just step back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I first saw the scripture, I just, you know, I said, man, this is the scriptures directing us to just, you know, be still and take a nap. And I'm like, yes, I like that. But <laughs> in reality, the truth here is it's telling us to be still and rest. Um, you know, I'm, and we're getting close to wrapping this podcast up and in doing so, I want us to understand that sometimes we wouldn't be so angry and we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have so many temper tantrums if we were rested, if we were taking that time to just uh, allow ourselves to, have have that time to meditate on our bed and to be still and to see that God is good. And we get so wrapped up in our lives that we turn out being angry because we're not rested. And what opportunities do we miss out on to reflect Christ when we have a temper tantrum? Yeah. When, when we go through and have those moments, we have an opportunity to reflect Christ or reflect the world. Yeah. So in those moments, like you said, just to step back, get away, show people there's another way. The same way Jesus did with the sinners. He did. He yeah. did live in that world. He went into that world to reflect what would what Christ does. Right. Um, so I mean, it's just a matter of us taking that moment and reflecting the right way. And I think as as Christians, as followers of Christ, we could win so many more people if we really take that moment to step back. Yes. Affirmative. I love that. And, and, and we can find that in the Gospels over and over again when we look at the walk of Christ. He does those things. And we have to look and say, okay, how are we going to patent ourselves after those yeah. things? So anyway, in ending today, I want to I encourage each one that is listening today that you can overcome your anger issues, okay? You don't have to go through anger management per se, although some of you need it. Um, <laughs> you can just stop having your, your temper tantrums and you can stop fighting against uh the the things that um are, i guess you go back to your pride or go back mm-hmm. to your your self-centeredness um just by trusting god and having faith and being still and getting rest and serving i think that's a big piece of it and we didn't really get into that day we'll get into that to another day but yeah. serving because when you serve you pour out of yourself instead of taking in and that saves from that anger so and if i could add one last thing sure. to that in that moment when when you feel that building up i think if we ask one quick question god what do you want to do with this moment yes because i think if we did that and really seeked him in that moment, we'd be surprised what we see Yeah, when we don't lose that temper. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, I'm going to encourage you guys to do that very thing. Seek God first. Stay focused on him. When you get angry, walk away, calm down, pray, meditate for a little bit, be still, and know that he is God. So we love you guys. I want you to take some time today to please follow, like our podcast, share it. If you would, would you just take one person, if this has touched you today, just take one person, let them know about us, and uh, hit that follow and subscribe button. We love you guys. God bless. Feel free to reach out to us via email or messenger if you need anything at all. Hope you have a wonderful day.